Welcome to Aphesis Church Podcast Channel. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina area, we would love to get to know you better and for you to experience what Aphesis is all about. If you would like more information about us, please visit our website at aphesischurch.com. It is our prayer that this message truly speaks to you. God bless. Greeting to each and every one of you in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. I really thank God for everything that he's doing in the very midst of the body of Christ. I thank God for the body, which is so important to each and every one of us, because without us, without one another, then we ain't nothing. Can I use that word ain't? You know, sometimes, um, you know, I'll slip all up to Philadelphia where uh, my father was uh, living there for a while, but I never could get proper as they, so I had to watch myself when I go up there and the words I would use or decide to go outside or my aunt would look at me and say, boy, you need to stay in the house because those people are going to recognize who you are and they're going to know that you're not from here because of that old country voice you got. But that was all right, though. But that was all right because sometimes, you know, I look at it like this. When it comes to the Spirit of the Lord, some people down here in the South, we say Holy Ghost. But up north, if you want to go up there and really have church, you better know how to get together with the Holy Spirit. But they both are the same. Regardless how people may feel or think. But, you know, I want to take a little time and um, I asked the Lord, I said, um, I said, God, I said, um, I'm always in need of your help. Because I can't do this on my own. I, I, my friend always said, I'm, I'm going to shortly get out of the way because we got to anoint it, anointed man of God that's falling behind me that's going to bring the house down. Only thing I'm going to do is allow God for these next 30, 15, 20 minutes, or whatever he decide to do, to have his way. But what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to step back and let the Holy Ghost speak. And whatever God decides to do, then it's on God. But I like to say this right here with no further delay. Uh, I'm glad to be a part of, and I don't want want nobody to take this and be offense about it, but I am so grateful to be part of 
the United Pentecost Church International. This is where I got my foundation from. You know, I, I, I tell people, you know, all over the world, I travel all over the world, and if I'm going to tell them or share with them, I like to tell them about my experience with the Holy Ghost, with God, how it came about. You know, as a young 22-year-old that was seeking and was searching for the truth, not knocking any denomination, I came up Baptist. I feel sometimes that the Baptist was closer to the truth than any other church in the world. Because one thing about the Baptists, they did believe in getting baptized. They did believe in being emerged. And that was sort of a uh, good foundation. But when I got to having all these rough times in my life, I know that I needed something more. I needed something that was going to uh, keep me, something that was going to, you know, that I can see the difference. You know how you go to church sometimes and, 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 and you watching, because of that, um, uh, it's scripture. The Bible says, watch ye and pray. You know, I, I, I watch her. You know, I, I, I love my mama for doing her little holy dance and holy shout and all of that. I used to love all that, but that wasn't what I was looking for. I was looking for something that was genuine. I was looking for something that was real. I was looking for something that was, when I get it and go and look in the Bible, it was right there in my own eyes that I could read and I could study and I could see it for myself. And then all of a sudden one day, I ran into a bunch of Noah's because the Bible says it was Noah's abroad. There were some apostolics from the United Pentecostal Church of Rock Hill in the community, in the neighborhood. And they was making all this noise about this one God and that his name was Jesus. And I myself thought that, hey, I thought that all of us were serving the same God. I, I, don't don't the, the same God that the, the Baptist pray to is the same God that the Lutheran pray to? Or uh, it ain't that the same God that the Methodist talk to, that the Presbyterian, hey, 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 that's the same God. But the thing about the whole situation was, it wasn't the prayer line or it was actually what I seen people do that made the difference. I ran into these apostolic tune talking. Man, they had it all. They are cut flips in front of you. Uh, they are. Uh, they are talking to him in front of you. Uh, they are praying in front of you. Uh, they are running in front of you. They are baptize you in front of you. And I just thought these people was really crazy. Really? Man, I'm too young. I couldn't understand this level of worshiping and praising and all this that they was doing. But 
One day I got invited to go see what they was really about. And I remember walking to, walking in to that church in Rock Hill for the first time. And before I can get through the threshold, the feeling that I felt, the liberty that I received, the love that I felt, I said to myself, what in the world have I got myself into? You talking about a different maker, man, and then all of a sudden sitting down and listen to Pastor D.L. Erickson bring forth the bread of life. Man, I'm sitting there like, why haven't I heard this before? Why haven't the pastor at Mount Zion Church told me or spoken in words like this before? Why haven't he, 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 he led me all the way to the pool, but he didn't never tell me that I had to be doing it in the name of Jesus. He got me all the way there and then tell me that my salvation had to come through by receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I told him, I'm, I'm trying to use all the fruit of the spirit this morning because I don't want to hurt nobody. But the thing about the truth was that my grandmama always, I was raised in church now. My grandmama told my mom and her sister and brother that all of her grandchildren, regardless what, how old or whatever they get, they had to make themselves to church and they must sit on the front pew. Oh my God. My grandmama was strict. She didn't care about nobody else, but she told hers that her grandkids better be where she can see them. Because there ain't going to be no distraction in the church if they got to be involved in it. And I would use to sit up here and they use a, everybody, I know everybody uh, used to hear about that morning bank. Y'all know what the morning bank was? Oh man, them Baptists was a puss. I told they'll pull a wolf over your eyes if you get my chance. They would tell you to come to the morning bank. And what you would do is you had to confess who God was. You confess that God was your personal servant. And then after you realize and make that notable, everybody would stand up in the church and form a line. And the preacher would have everybody to shake your hand. And right after that, they will tell you that you saved. They will tell you you were saved. I don't know how y'all did it, but they told us we were saved. But I always had a problem with that. I always had a problem with that because number one was, what did that pastor have in his hand that was so powerful that could save me 
when he wasn't saved. I would thought, I thought about all of that. I, man, my thinking was way beyond that. And so when I finally got to the truth, finally got to the truth, and Pastor Harrison began explaining this Holy Ghost, how it works, what you have to do. And I didn't get it the first time. I wasn't planning on going back the second time. Because what I experienced there was out of the act norm. That's how I was. I, 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 I ain't going back. I, I, not, I ain't going back. I ain't never experienced nobody talking in tune, cutting flips, hanging from the chandelier, running aisles. Brother Ship with me, raised and born in this, from Louisiana. They got a church on every corner. It don't make no different way you go. If you tell me that you can't find a church in, in Louisiana, go ahead and find yourself an altar because you don't lie. <laughs> every corner. Every corner of Louisiana and Texas. There's a church. I don't care if you're on a back row every five to ten miles. There's a United Pentecostal church. Ain't nobody in Louisiana. I heard Brother Mattman say it on Sunday. See, I ain't even got to my text because I ain't going to be long with y'all. I heard Brother Mattman say it Sunday past. That everybody who was in the service last Sunday got the Holy Ghost over. Everybody should have received the Holy Ghost. Because the power of the Holy Ghost was so powerful in this place, you couldn't even leave here without having it. But there's a United Pentecostal church, and I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm mean. You know, when you find something, and it just brings nothing but great joy, you're going to stick with it. You're going to stay with it. Because that's all you're looking for. You're looking for every time that regardless what I may face, what I may be going through right now, we got a lot of sickness going on, and Brother Mattman already don't prayed. And see, that's another way, Lord, let me know that you are in order. The enemy would love to stop. Yep. What God is doing with the church of today. Not tomorrow, but the church of today. Because if he can stop us tongue talking, running the aisle, apostolic believers, he don't done his job. Because I was shocked that I had to go 27 miles from my house to, to find the truth. To find 27 miles from my house to find the truth. And I'm so glad 
I'm so glad that we had great men of God. I know many of y'all don't know Brother N.A. Urshan. Man, I'm, I, I, I came at the right time of getting saved. Brother Urshan was a awesome man of God. He led this district. Man, I, I, I'm talking about when I used to go see Brother Urshib or he would show up at events that the organization was having. When he showed up, oh man, he just drew a crowd. Him and his wife and talking about and sing like, now, I ain't never heard Asian sing, but oh man, they used to say, oh, yeah, man, they would set the house on fire. I'm so honored for Brother James Kilgore. Man, I got to meet Brother James Kilgore, who was under Pastor Urship at one time in the love. I'm talking about love. Ah, oh, man. Bro, when you see Brother Urshan and, and, and Brother Kiagor, some of y'all might get offended by it. Brother Urshan would come, he'll walk up to you, then have to know nothing about you. And he'll say, how you doing, baby? <laughs> I used to love that, Brother Urshan, man. I just got hurt by the, the president of the United Pentecostal Church. Brother Kiagor, the same affection. Brother Jesse William. Ah, oh, man, I'm just calling that name because that's when I got in the church. I got in the church when the old leaders was the leaders. T.F. Kennedy, Louisiana. Brother James Cubitt. Just call I got I got echoes now, see. All us old school. Then we got one of our own, and I want to give God praise and thanks for the Bartlett's. Brother Bartlett's taking on a missionary journey to go to Chile. That's awesome. That's the work of God. That's what we need today. I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. And because you have to understand your roots. You got to understand your roots. What I'm getting ready to talk about, I was kind of, you know, I've been um, shipwrecked. I've been tossed. I've been turned. Uh, I've been, man, been trying to go to sleep, and I couldn't go to sleep because I'm, Brother Mattman here, he always talking about it. Uh, that is amazing how when you're trying to go to bed, God want to start bothering you. He want to start. Get up. Get up. You don't hear me? Get up. And I'm just sitting there. I'm trying to get. Lord, you need me to get up right now. Right now. Get up. God want to talk to us. And I'm allowing them to talk to us because, you know, I'm, I just wanted to give y'all a foundation of where I'm at 
and where I'm staying. I ain't got no other way. I ain't, I ain't got nowhere else to go but up. <laughs> All I know is Jesus. All I know is Acts 2 and 38. All I know is how to live right. I don't have a problem with it. I just do it. If that was going to get me to heaven, that's what I got to do to get me. What value me more is living for God than serving the world? That's what got me where I'm at right now. And this is what I'm saying. James, this is where I'm coming from, James. Now, I know y'all familiar with Brother James, right? Brother James and Brother Jude both now. I, I, as I was getting ready to study this, I, I laughed a little bit because I wanted to shame the devil out. Because now you in company with Jesus, the Bible said that James is, is uh, Jesus' half-brother. So that means they spend a lot of time together. So that means when James got ready to, to speak this word to the audience, that he was getting ready to speak to. He came to them boldly with no shadow of a doubt. He let them know right off the bat. He started out with telling them about faith. He started out telling them about how double-minded they was. He told them that they need to go sit down and shut up because they running their mouth too much. Y'all don't hear people talking like that. Not these days and time. Why I'm like I am today because I had elders in the church that wasn't afraid to come up to you and say, boy, shut your mouth and let God do what he's getting ready to do in your life. Man, you come up and you tell some of these young people that today, they'll pull out a knife. If they don't pull out a knife, they'll pull out a gun. Instead of pulling out Acts 238, they want to shoot you and kill you. But don't kill me. Just let me Get a word in. Yeah, yeah. Just let me tell you how good God is. Church, let me tell you something. I'm getting ready to paraphrase and use these words as the Holy Ghost give me, giving them to me. I like the time that's going by and it's going by like I wanted to go. James says in 4 and 7, Submit yourself, therefore, to God, Resist who? Devil. The who? Devil. Oh my God. The devil and he will flee. Man, James said you got to resist. <laughs> you you got to submit. First thing you need to do. Submit yourself to God. How do I submit myself to God? By doing the will of God. How do I do the will of God? I pray. I seek him. I study his word. I love people. I encourage people to do the right thing instead of the wrong thing. I comes in to the body and I try to make myself known by introducing myself to everyone. Because I make $100,000 every year 
and you make 10,000, that don't make me better than you because we're serving the same God. The God that gave me 100,000 because it was more more requirement of me, he asking the same from you that makes the 10,000. It ain't no different. God is no, 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 no favoritism God. He's no reason. He don't, he, he, he don't care how, how much money you got. He don't care about that Mercedes being that you driving out there in the parking lot. He don't care about that big business that you have. That bringing in tons of money. What he cares about is how you treat him and his creation. It doesn't matter what color I am. It's who I allowed to come in me and change me, transform me. That's what the Bible say. When you get this Holy Ghost. See, that's why submitting is powerful. Because when you submit to the will of God, you are submitting everything. Not some of you, but he needs all of you. God can't use a half body. He need a whole body. He need all of it. Because you need power. Everybody wonder why you got to have this Holy Ghost. Man, I, when I was out there in the world now, I'm not, I love the Baptists now. They're my family. Man, and they love me today. They really love me. You, you really want your family to love you. Get the Holy Ghost. Get the Holy Ghost. Get the Holy Ghost, but just don't get it, but live it. Yeah. Yeah. And just don't live it, talk it. Yeah. Not only talk it, you got to have an identity. Yes. Your identity ought to match what you say and speak. Right. If you say you love God, when your neighbors see you come out that door, They'll know you love God because of what you say. Your conversation ain't going to be about that Super Bowl that's getting ready to happen in a little bit. Your, soup, your, your, your language going to be, your conversation is going to be about Jesus. Amen. Neighbor. <laughs> I love my neighbor. My neighbor all the way from uh, India. I love him. Oh, boy, you talking about love him? Oh, I love my neighbor now. But one day I decided, had that zero turn out there. I ain't got much of a yard, but I tell you what, it got some heels though. And boy, I get tired of working out pushing it, so I got me a zero turn. So man, I, I got that new zero turn, and boy, I tell you what, I was so happy, boy, that I cut my yard in 45 minutes. I jumped over to my neighbor's yard, cut his yard, went across the street, cut their yard. They say, brother, Falker, you ain't got to do all that, neighbor. You ain't got to. I said, but I'm going to do it. Man, you got to love people. You got to love people now. But my neighbor, though, I love my neighbor now. Man, when y'all don't eat all them donuts and all that stuff here at the church, they force it on me. 
And they know I don't eat that stuff. They force it on me. And I, I get it anyhow. And before I could get down the road, the Lord impressed me to take it to my neighbor's three little girls. And that's what I do. And they love me for them donuts. Not only love me for their donuts, but they love me for who I am. Yeah, yeah. Because when I go over there, I let them know about the God that live in me. Amen. That he's no respect of a person. Because they might call him Amar Allah. That's all right with me. That's who they know him as. That's their culture. I can't fight against that. But long as we agree that there's only one God, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. We all got different type of culture. Man, you go over cross seas there. Uh, Brother Bartlett, you might be with me. Uh, you get over there and you start praying somebody through the Holy Ghost over there. Hey, you know, over here in English, we're going to speak in tongues and with stammering lips. That's the refreshing now. We, we got these weird words we don't understand. Because if you tell me you know what you're saying now, then you got to go back and pray again because you ain't got no Holy Ghost. There ain't no Holy Ghost what you do. Uh, nah, there ain't no Holy Ghost. But I found out that I was praying with somebody and I had to tap somebody on the shoulder, one of the ministers on the shoulder, because when the individuals start talking in tongue, they begin to speak in English. But they wasn't from here though. They was from overseas. And so I was like, hey, hey! And the minister that has been overseas, he said, that's the Holy Ghost, that's the Holy Ghost, that's the Holy Ghost! Their translation was totally different than how we God do it with us. But I love my neighbor. I I I I let him know with with with, with compassion, not only just compassion, but showing him, embracing him. This who I am. This this who God don't make me to be. This is who God don't transform me to be. He don't got rid of that old man that I used to be. And now he loud the new man. And, 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 and when James uh, talking about when he was telling the church, he said, you know, he ran up on some people now that now these people was now now was all filled with the Holy Ghost now. I'm on yeah. <laughs> Y'all read James, I read James six times in the last couple of days. All these people was filled with the Holy Ghost and was acting though like if God hadn't done nothing for them. These people was telling lies on one another. Stopping back by the ABC store. You know what you get from the ABC store. Stopping it by that little shop. I'm going to show y'all some of the, 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 the disguise of the enemy now. Stopping by that little uh, shop. Knowing that they don't supposed to go in there grabbing them uh, pun old books. Mm -hmm. 
the movie flicks. Man, they forgot all about they just ain't got the Holy Ghost. Don't forget all about the teaching. Don't forget, man, some of them don't got double-minded. The Bible say, don't got so double-minded they ain't even stable in water no more. Come in the church. James had to come and alert them to, hey, this ain't how this go. You don't... You don't supposed to have that, <laughs> and he was bold about it. You don't supposed to have that uh, wild turkey in your pocket. They passed the law with this, uh, <laughs> Brother Pat, and they passed the law with this, uh, I was out in Colorado and Oregon. I travel a lot. They had passed the law before um, South Carolina and all the other state had uh, receded with this marijuana. So they sent me out there. I transport the military around the country. And uh, somehow Secret Service and uh, um, some of the vice president and president aides, I do it all. I could tell you about, oh man, some crazy stuff, but they won't let me, <laughs> they might be recording the mic. But uh, they came in with this, uh, I was in Vermont, got notice of it in uh, Vermont when they passed the uh, marijuana law that they can grow uh, marijuana. The major two states at first was Vermont, California, then Colorado, and some of the other ones. And so we had to be cautioned about going into a certain place because, you know, here I am. I went to one of our agents in Oregon one day, and I pull up uh, early, late early that uh, afternoon, and pull right beside the building where I was going to just be stationed at for that night. Then all of a sudden, I seen a car come back when I pull up beside the building, and he got out the car and he said to me, he said, uh, sir, uh, you gonna be staying here overnight? And I said, yes, sir. So he said, well, that's good. I'll just come to check to see who you were. So all of a sudden he goes in to this house and he said, hey, hey, driver, driver. Uh, I want you to see some, really? So I get out of the truck, I walk in, and all of a sudden, before my eyes notice, whoo, boy, I see all these limbs. Man, he had so much marijuana in those buildings. Man, I was like, and the police, the FBI, sled, ain't nobody gonna say nothing about this. He said, no, it's legal. I say, boy, what is the world coming to? What is the world coming to? Man, I got back to South Carolina and I told, I called Wheaton first in Indianapolis that I leased my truck out to. And I called, I told my agent, I said, now, I'm going to be honest and tell you the truth, it ain't hit South Carolina and none of these other states yet. But I don't think I want to be uh, picking up no shipment from Vermont. 
I don't want to be picking up no shipment from New Oregon. I don't want to be picking up no shipment from anybody warehouse that grows marijuana. Because I don't want to have to take the risk of going in a customer house thinking that I got a truckload of furniture and I'm doped out. I say, I'm not doing that. I say, because if the man stopped me, it wouldn't matter because they're going to backtrack back to him because they got to sign agreement and sign paperwork after I'm done anyhow that everything I got on my truck belonged to them anyhow. But I didn't want to get caught up in that. I didn't want to get caught up in that. And that's what I'm saying, submitting yourself to God. Resisting devil. Somebody said, now how are you going to go about resisting? Uh, you resist the devil by the power. Who in here got on their whole armor this morning? You got to be able to protect your eyes. You got to be able to protect your brain. Uh, you got to be able to, the two most important things with this body is the heart, because it pumps blood everywhere, and the mind. I had scriptures uh, that I was going to identify with what I'm saying here is. Because the, the, the heart for is. The heart is one of the most important part of the body because it's pumped blood. But Proverbs said it like this. Keep the heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. If the devil can get in your heart and distract what God is trying to do, there's another point he got you. Now let's go to the mind. Now the mind itself, the brain, it does multiple things. Without the brain, we would not only lose our capability to think, but also lose other functions that control our body balance sense of touch, speech, movement, behavior, emotion, memory, and et cetera. Because that's how the enemy works. Yes. See, see, I asked somebody one day, I said, uh, who is the devil? Man, I, I had to be careful. I asked somebody one day, I said, who the devil? <laughs> I, Man, I, <laughs> I'm trying to be, I, I, come on, Holy Ghost. I did, I asked them, I said, who the devil? And they got the sins, this and saying that. Angel light, angel light. I said, but it's the devil, it's the angel light. So who is the devil? That ain't telling me none. Who make you go out there and do things contrary to the will of God? Who is he? Couldn't give me no answer then. Who is the devil? Who? The devil can be you. <laughs> if you allowed him to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the devil. 
The devil, you know, I tell people like this, quit. You know, when you get that, if you make it to hell, if you make it to hell, you're going to be in trouble anyhow. Because the devil going to be so mad because every time he turned around, every time you did something, the devil made me do that. The devil made me do that. The devil made me say that. But you the church though. How can the devil make you say something when you the one got the power? Yeah. The devil don't have no power but what you give him. Yeah. Devil don't have no power. He ran into Jesus and he, and he said, I'm out here to seek and to kill and to destroy. But the only way he was going to be able to do that, he had to find you. And you had to allow him to do that. The devil can't do nothing but you what you allowed him to do. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, you know, we got some people right now that's sick, that needs uh, uh, prayer, that needs to hear from God. If we don't respond to that, guess what? Ain't nothing gonna happen. Because you're the one that got the power. Because what the enemy is trying to do right now, and, 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 and the key thing about that, look who he don't took out of commission. The man that close to God, the pastor. See, that's how the enemy works. See, the enemy thought that we was going to come here, but I'm going to help y'all though. The enemy thought we was going to come here and by hearing that the pastor wasn't going to be here, we wasn't going to praise God. We wasn't going to lift our hands up for God. We wasn't going to tell God our problem. We wasn't going to tell God our situation. But the enemy just don't told a lie because long as I'm here, yes. I'm going to praise Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to praise Jesus. It's time for the church, and I'm going to say it, because the Holy Ghost told me to say it. It's time for the church to grow up. Time for the church to grow up and be mighty means, mighty women of God. Quit letting the enemy tell you what you can't do when the Lord don't told you that you can do all things through Christ Jesus who's strengthening you. Amen. I can't go to church this morning because my eyes swell up. Yeah, I need prayer. You won't pray for it. Come on to church and let me pray for it then. I can't go to church this morning because I got a hangover. I'll be like Jesus told Adam. Who told you you had a hangover? Can't go to church because I got a hangover. What you doing drinking? You don't talk on yourself, imposter. Man, I, I, I sit here and read the Bible. I look up things. Uh, I, I, I hear the Bible talking about that new wine. That's the Holy Ghost. I ain't never read in the Bible where the Lord told you to go drink no beer. You can have a megalo light. I ain't never seen where the Lord told you you can go smoke one of them medical marijuana joints. You want a peace that passes all understanding? 
Start praising God. Lift up your hands. Start giving him some praise. The Bible said when the praises goes up, what's got to come down? The glory, the blessing. That's why I'm always, you ever see me do that, I'm always pulling it down to meet me where I'm at. I couldn't make it to church. Got my wife. Didn't want to come. Quit lying on your wife. She told you louder a week ago she wasn't coming. Don't lie on your wife, baby. Uh, devil say, the devil can use anybody that ain't got no close walk with God. That's, his, that's how he do it. And everybody wonder who, why the devil is. The devil, the devil can't do nothing unless we allow them to do it. As the church of the living God, you have the power to cast out devils. You have power to move mountains. Yes. You have that. You have the authority. Use it. Listen to elders. I hear echoes because somebody getting what I'm saying. Always making up excuses. But let me tell you something right now. When you get to heaven, it ain't going to be no excuse. Because the Bible says you're going to be an unexcusable old man. Well, when I get up there, I'm going to tell Jesus this. I'm going to tell Jesus that. You ain't going to tell Jesus nothing. Only thing you're going to be able to do, like Brother Mattman told me, I said, when I get to heaven, Jesus might not even look like he's getting ready to say depart. He might not look like he's getting ready to say depart to me. All the sacrifice I don't give for him. All this praying. Oh, man. Don't y'all know? That is 365 days in a year. Y'all know that, right? 25 of them days, we come to church on Sunday. 35 of them days, we come to church on Wednesday. One or two days out of the year, we have revival. So that means you got a total of 79 days to tune in with God. Cause them other 200 and, uh oh, I think it's 29 or, you got some fighting to do. And if you don't find the house of God and get you to an altar and pray, seek God and let him have his way, you're going to be in trouble. And you're talking about resisting the devil. You ain't going to be able to resist no devil if you ain't got no power. You got to plug in. You got to plug in. Every time you come down to this altar, you got to plug in with Jesus. I didn't start loving Jesus yesterday. I love Jesus ever since he filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I know that if I don't plug in with him on a daily basis, I can't be like the uh, ten virgins. 
Five was wise because they knew how to stay in touch with Jesus. The other ten want to, other five want to compromise with the world and the church. And so when he came about, the oil had ran out. But what makes it so good, though? There was a place that they could revive themselves and go get some. But it was still too late. Let's stand, church. What I'm trying to say this morning, Church of Ephesus, I don't know if you've been paying attention or not, but God is getting ready. He's already started now. He's moving some oppositions. He's moving some things and allowing things to be. Because he's getting ready to elevate this church to the next level. We're not ready for the eight acres if we don't get it right here. We're going to have to start loving one another. I love what Brother Mattman said. This is my friend, y'all. Me and this guy right here, man, I'm going to tell you, he's part of the reason why I'm still here today. And I have come, had conversation with him. But we got to prepare ourselves for what God is getting ready to do here with this body. Yes. If we can't get along with one another, don't think God taking us to a new building right. when we can't get it right here. Right. Because the only thing you're going to do is mess up what he's getting ready to do on the outside mm -hmm. of here. See, it got to start somewhere. It got to start with us. We got to start denying all this other stuff. I know that is a Super Bowl getting ready to be played. I know South Carolina women, number one in the, in the country, getting ready to play. But our main focus ought to be right now on God. What you want me to do today, God? What will you have me to do today, Lord? Lord, I didn't come to church this morning just to be a seat warmer. But God, I came here to be used of you. God, I came here to be energized. God, I came here to get a word that's going to help me to win my community, to win my neighbors. That's what this is all about. He didn't call us together just to be together because right. we can do that out there but we are peculiar people we are peculiar people we are kings and queens we are royalty yes. quit snugging your nose up at your brother and sister yes. stop all that mess stop that stop that I don't want so and so to pray with me because they don't pray loud enough they ain't got no power in their hanging. Let's be the church. Yes. Let's be the church. Are we going to be the church Ephesus? Are we going to be the church? Let's be the church. 
Submit yourself unto God. Don't worry about all this other mess. Don't worry about your surrounding. Do what you can do and let God do the rest. Let God do the rest. I love y'all. I didn't, I didn't come this far. I'm going to tell you right now. Mappin, Brother Floyd, Sister Floyd, Brother Bartley, Brother Butler, and the, I didn't come this far to die now. I'm going to heaven. Amen. Now, I'm saying that. Now, listen to what I say. I say, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. If, if, if Joshua and his family can say, for as me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord, guess what? I'm going to heaven. Because, see, I don't made up my mind that's where my place is going to be. That's where I'm going to live forever. Yeah. And I ain't going to let nobody change that now. You can pull a gun out if you want to. And tell me to denounce the name of the Lord. I'm going to be like the Hebrew boys. I ain't going to know you. Because I don't know number one God. And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Church, let's get ready. Let's get ready and take on the mission that God don't lay before us. Submit yourself. Every time you come close to God, every time you draw nigh to him, he draw nigh to you. And the devil ain't got number one other choice but to flee. He got to get up. You might as well go ahead and tell him this morning, get your coat, get your hat, get your handkerchief, get your umbrella, and head on out the door. Because you got to get up out of here, devil. Lord Jesus. Thank you again for this opportunity, Lord, to be a blessing to you, God. God, I ask you, I ask you, Jesus, Lord, to have your way throughout this service, dear God. Lord, you are a mender of every broken heart. God, you can put pieces together that can nobody Put them together, Jesus. Lord, take this body right here. Lord, as you say that you are the potter, God, here we are the clay. God, transform us into that vessel, into that instrument, Father, that you will have us to be. Lord, so that when you do come for this body, you will be well pleased and you will find faith. You will find trust. You will find what you've been looking for, Jesus. God, I'm asking you. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you because you're the only one who can do it, God. God, help us. Help us, God, to grow in wisdom and in knowledge. And in of understanding of that word, Jesus. Because there's only one way, Jesus. And that's the way that you have prepared for us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's give God some glory in the building. Clap your hands, all ye people. All ye land. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you were encouraged by this message, 
and you would like to connect with Ephesus Church, or you would like to get in contact with the leadership of this church, please visit EphesusChurch.com. Thank you for being a part 